Hello, this is Drew Allen, your Millennial Minister of Truth. Imagine living in a country which is so corrupt and so dishonest that its own government would investigate crimes that didn't exist and were never even committed, while dismissing clear evidence of actual crimes and even covering them up. Imagine living in a country that was so unserious and so naive, so blind and foolish, that it would ignore and even defend obvious evidence of treason committed by that country's leader. Well, you don't have to imagine you live in that country. It's the United States of America, and the president of the United States is a traitor. I don't say that flippantly. I wish it weren't true, as a matter of fact. Who wants to believe that about their leader, about their own country? But you have to be a conspiracy theorist to deny it. To deny that President Joseph Robinette Biden is a criminal and traitor to his country is to hate your country. Tens of millions of Americans, unfortunately, do hate this country, and they will cheer America's suicide all the way to their graves. In 2016, the Hillary Clinton campaign and the DNC paid more than $1 million to hire an author to compile a series of fictional short stories about Donald Trump. The seven-figure payment for the Steele dossier was funneled through the Perkins Coy Law Firm, which then funneled the money through a company called Fusion G GPS, which then hired the disgraced ex-British spy Christopher Steele to produce the final document. Steele was an assassin for hire, and his target was U.S. democracy. Perhaps the most famous made-up story in the dossier alleged that Donald Trump had made a PP tape with Russian hookers at a Moscow hotel suite. It was absurd and implausible because it was absurd and implausible, but that didn't stop the media from promoting the allegation as if it were true. Late show host Stephen Colbert even took a trip to the Moscow hotel to investigate Back in January, 10 days before Donald Trump was inaugurated, Colbert said, a document was leaked containing allegations that Trump had, has deep financial ties to Russia, that his campaign was being supported by the Russian government, and that the Russians had compromising videos of Donald Trump watching prostitutes urinate on a bed in the Moscow Ritz-Carlton presidential suite. It was a bombshell, Colbert said. The act put on by Colbert was almost as humiliating as the time Colbert danced on stage with a group of dancers dressed as vaccines. That bombshell, like the entire Trump-Russia collusion bombshell, was a dud. It was a lie. While the allegations that Trump had deep financial ties to Russia and was compromised were fabricated, we've since learned of very real and serious allegations that Joe Biden, however, does, in fact, have deep financial ties to countless foreign governments and is himself compromised. Countless whistleblowers have come forward with evidence of Joe Biden's unprecedented corruption. But for some odd reason, Democrats, the media, and the FBI, all of whom took the PP tape very seriously and demanded extensive investigations into the laughable Trump-Russia collusion hoax, well, they continue to deny and dismiss the credible allegations of Biden family treason. We know that Joe Biden, while serving as vice president, ordered the Ukrainian president, at the time Poroshenko, to fire Viktor Shokin, the lead Ukrainian prosecutor who was investigating a Ukrainian energy company called Burisma for corruption. 
Not only did Biden brag about his own quid pro quo himself, but leaked audio of his phone call with Poroshenko corroborates it. It's the first time Joe Biden was telling the truth. Poroshenko reports to Joe Biden in the phone call, one of them, that he fired the prosecutor per Biden's demand, despite having no legitimate reason to do so. Joe Biden's son, Hunter, of course, was on the board of the company under investigation and was paid more than $1 million per year. False allegations of Trump engaging in the same behavior as Biden, Trump quid pro quo, resulted in Trump's first impeachment, of course. Who can forget? Biden has yet to be impeached. Worse, Biden's real quid pro quo, threatening to withhold military aid to Ukraine if the investigation into Burisma and his own son wasn't dropped, was driven by bribery. He was paid a handsome sum to do it. In fact, a confidential human source who was used by the FBI during the Obama administration in multiple investigations told the FBI on June 30th, 2020, that Joe Biden was involved in a $5 million criminal bribery scheme with a foreign national. The payment was made by the criminal Burisma owner, Mikola Zlashevsky, in exchange for, you guessed it, getting the Ukrainian prosecutor Viktor Shokin fired thus ending the investigation into Burisma. No special counsel has yet to be appointed to investigate this. A special counsel was named, however, of course, Robert Mueller, and a two-year-long $32 million taxpayer-funded investigation was launched over uncorroborated and fabricated allegations of Trump-Russia collusion. There was no evidence, but they searched desperately for it only to determine that they couldn't find any. The FBI was so desperate to get Trump, they even offered to pay Christopher Steele, the author of the lies, $1 million if he could prove his salacious claims against Trump to be true. Christopher Steele, of course, couldn't prove any of them to be true because they weren't true. They were made up. They were lies. The same FBI did pay Igor Danchenko, a Russian national, more than $200,000 to serve as a confidential human source from 2017 to late 2020. Danchenko was Steele's primary source of information for the dossier lies. Importantly, importantly, Danchenko had even been investigated himself by the FBI for suspected work as a Russian spy. But for some reason, Danchenko wasn't discredited by the media. Nor was his clear lack of credibility cited by the media as a reason to dismiss the Trump-Russia collusion hoax. Danchenko was even caught lying to the FBI about the dossier. One claim made by Danchenko, which was included in the Steele dossier, had been conveyed to him by a Democrat lobbyist named Charles Dolan. Danchenko told the FBI he hadn't ever talked to Dolan about the material included in the dossier. Danchenko was acquitted by a grand jury because the communication with Dolan, the Democrat had taken place via email. He didn't technically talk to him. It was in an email. The evidence, evidence of Biden bribery is overwhelming, and we likely haven't even scratched the surface. That's the truth. It extends to Romania and even Russia. Who can forget Hunter Biden was paid $3.5 million by the wife of a former mayor of Moscow. This payment was made in 2014, even before Burisma. Did the FBI offer to pay the Obama-era confidential human source? who detailed to them how Biden engaged in a criminal bribery scheme to force the firing of Victor Shokin and shield Burisma from investigation, did they offer to pay him $1 million to prove his claim? They did not. In fact, they hid the FD, 
1023 document from IRS agents investigating Hunter Biden for multiple counts of tax evasion. They even withheld it from the Delaware U.S. Attorney, David Weiss, who is leading the investigation into Hunter Biden. An investigation, of course, which was paused in 2020. They didn't want to interfere in that election, of course. While Biden's criminal bribery scheme in Ukraine has been the primary focus of the recent House GOP investigation, an even more nefarious scheme of communist Chinese bribery of Joe Biden has gained traction. The scandal isn't new. In fact, it was the original smoking gun uncovered in 2020 before the presidential election. This bribery scheme involves the communist Chinese, America's greatest enemy. A communist Chinese-linked energy company called CEFC paid at least $1 million to members of the Biden family in 2017. We know this because we have the bank records. Joe Biden has repeatedly denied having any knowledge of his son's foreign business dealings, yet James Gillier, who recruited Tony Bobolinsky to join the Bidens in their new venture with a Chinese energy company, sent a message warning Bobolinsky on May 20th, 2017. I quote, don't mention Joe being involved. It's only when you're face to face. I know you know that, but they are paranoid. If Joe Biden wasn't involved, why would Gillier warn Bobolinsky not to mention that Joe Biden was involved? Well, the answer is obvious. Joe Biden was involved, and Joe Biden is a liar, and he's still a liar today. In an email to Hunter, Jim, and other partners on May 13th, 2017, Gillier outlined the equity breakdown in which 10% of the lucrative CEFC joint venture would be held by Hunter for the big guy. We know the big guy is Joe Biden. This is a fact. Biden has lied and continues to lie. Not only did Joe Biden know about his son Hunter's foreign business deals, he was in on them. But Bobolinsky and the emails aren't the only proof. A WhatsApp message, many of you have seen this, from Hunter Biden to a CEFC executive named Kevin also proves it. I quote, I'm sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment has not been fulfilled. Hunter Biden wrote pretty clear, I'm sitting here with my father. That would be Joe Biden. He goes on, tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand. And now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you'll regret not following my direction. I'm sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Talk about a shakedown. The July 30th, 2017 message appears to have been sent while both Hunter and Joe Biden were in Wilmington, Delaware, corroborating what is said in the message. Hunter posed in four pictures, also with a pair of female family members in Joe Biden's 1967 Corvette Stingray on the same evening, according to metadata obtained from his abandoned laptop. And a social media post from two days prior suggests that Joe Biden was also at home in Wilmington that weekend. An investigation was launched in a Trump-Russia collusion over allegations of the existence of a PP tape. No such allegation, investigation, I should say, has been launched into Joe Biden, international bribery and money laundering over real evidence, which is hiding in plain sight. Maybe someone should tell Adam Schiff. Despite having bank records, countless witnesses and whistleblowers, and a telephone book's length list of individuals involved, the FBI media and Democrats who claim Trump-Russia collusion was real without any evidence 
claim Biden's crimes are right-wing conspiracy theories with enough evidence to put Joe Biden in jail for centuries. That's the truth. But rather than investigate Biden, put him in jail or try him for treason, the Democrats and FBI are putting whistleblowers in prison. Not long ago, whistleblower came forward and detailed the Biden's criminal bribery scheme in communist China. Shortly afterward, he went missing. He resurfaced recently and filmed an extraordinary video detailing these allegations. In the 14-minute recording, Dr. Gao Luft, who partnered with the same CEFC that paid the Bidens, revealed that they had an FBI mole, that is, who shared classified information with a Chinese-controlled energy company. In other words, the Bidens were paid by the communist Chinese in exchange for turning over classified information. This is treason. Democrats are trying to put Trump in jail for possession of classified documents after he left office, which he has every right to see. Joe Biden had classified documents in his possession from when he was vice president. He didn't have any right to do so. That was against the law. But he had these documents at his office at the University of Pennsylvania, a university with close ties to China. The puzzle is pretty easy to put together. Dr. Dow Luft gave this incriminating evidence to six officials from the FBI and the Department of Justice during a secret meeting in Brussels in March of 2019. Luft doesn't deny his own ties to the CEFC, by the way. He openly admits that his own think tank was associated. And it was during this time that he learned that Hunter Biden and Jim Biden, Joe's brother, were being paid by the CEFC. Dr. Patrick Ho, you may remember, was arrested in 2017 in New York on bribery charges. He worked at the CEFC as an executive. Ho called Hunter Biden, whom Ho had paid $1 million as a legal retainer. Ho was blocked by prosecutors for mentioning the Bidens, according to Luft. Coincidentally, just this Monday, Biden's Justice Department decided to charge Gal Luft with acting as an unregistered agent of China. Interesting timing, don't you think? The principal charge is that Gal Luft violated FARA, the Foreign Agents Registration Act, by accepting $700,000 from CEFC China Energy to his Maryland-based think tank. If true, the Bidens should also be charged with the same crime. If accepting money from CEFC is a crime, then why isn't it a crime when the Bidens accept the same money from the same communist Chinese-linked energy company? The Democrats are using the latest charges against Gal Luft to attack his credibility. But the reality is they've just acknowledged that the Bidens are criminals. That's the real story here. But whatever you may think of Luft and his credibility, his allegations are credible. His claims only reinforce the allegations made by Bobolinsky, Hunter's bagman Rob Walker, who distributed the CEFC payments to Biden family members and countless others. The same people dismissing corroborated claims of Biden bribery in China are not as not credible because Luft was allegedly a Chinese spy are the same people who took the claims of the Russian spy Igor Danchenko seriously. Allegations that Gao Luft was a Chinese operative don't make his allegations less credible. They make them more credible. The Democrats are desperate to cover up Biden treason. They'll put Trump in jail over crimes he didn't commit to do so. They'll put the latest whistleblower, Gal Luft, in prison to cover it up. They'll destroy the country to cover it up. There's a traitor in the Oval Office. I don't need to remind you 
what the punishment for treason is. It's severe, and it must be. Democrats will do anything to save their own necks, literally. Americans who laugh about this are fools. Americans who deny this are conspiracy theorists. The government officials refusing to investigate this should be put in prison, not Gal Luft, who tried to protect America from the traitor in the Oval Office.